So tell me, what are we talking about today? Today we've got Spider-Man Far From Home, Multi-Universe Dimensions Explained. Interesting Little Mermaid Ariel casting announcement. Stranger Things Season 3 non-spoiler review. Armored Mew 2 coming to Pokemon Go. Microsoft's Windows 1.11 Stranger Things Edition. Playing games on a six-sided LED screen. Diet Nintendo Switch and an NES Rewind. The, the good and the bad of Dr. Mario World. Mulan Live Action. Sorry, move on. I'm so tired. Mulan Live Action Teaser Trailer Review. Why Nick Flurry? Why Nick Flurry? Why Nick Fury had to lose his eye that way. Love Death Robots Series Review Part 12. Garbanzo's Corner Virtual Signaling. And Inebriated Fitness A Deep Dive into Creatine. All this and more in this week's episode of Keep It Up the Geek Bros. Stay tuned. In a world where geeking out never looked so good, two incredibly sexy men will rise for your auditory pleasure. Here's your hosts, keeping up with the Geek Bros. Yes, yes! Keep it the Geek Bros Podcast, episode 71. I'm your host, Vibe, and with me are my fellow Geek Bros. Darth Flex. And Garbanzo. Before we get to today's fantastic topics, Mr. Flex, tell these fine people where they can find us on social media. Absolutely, all you beautiful, beautiful citizens of Earth. <clears throat> you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Geek Bros with a Zero. That's G E E K B R Zero S. Now, you can also email us. Please do so at Geek Bros with a Zero at Yahoo.com. Uh, send dog pictures. I'm sorting for dog pictures. Actually, cosplay and Photoshop's of Joe. All right. Now, <clears throat> additionally, if you want to see some pretty cool topics and some good posts, you can check us out on Facebook.com slash Geek Bros with a Zero. And then the first place to check us out. The first place! First place, WeBeGeeksPC.com. Now, again, we're kind of lacking a little bit of that pumpkin spice, but it's almost October, so I don't know. We'll see. But if you want to see thought, this concoction what is, what of... This vanilla rust. He's not pumpkin spice. So vanilla, right. vanilla He's vanilla rust. rust. But like, would you buy vanilla rust or would you buy pumpkin spice? Well, we don't want anybody to buy to buy. Remember, uh, uh, Joe Tara is a seller. He's not a buyer, so... Yeah. Oh, oh, should, Shade, Shade. We, we should try to get him to sell himself on eBay. See, if, see how good his, his sales skills are. Well, I mean, the Irish used to be slaves, so. Oh, All right. That's edible. <clears throat> so, now, again, if you want to check out this beautiful mix of milk chocolate, Egyptian cinnamon, and cafe con leche, you can check us out on youtube.com slash vibe studios. That's V I B E R E V S T U D I O S. All right. And uh, we've got comments and questions from you, the audience. And I, again, I love it when we have a bunch of stuff. So we're going to jump right into it. Facebook comments. That's, that's facebook.com slash geek bros, G E K B R zero S. There was a post that we posted regarding a um, New York City bar that always celebrates Halloween. So um, Vincent A. Carranza. Vinny. Said, yeah, who, yeah. Do we know who that is? Yeah, actually, uh, Vinny's a, a fraternity brother of mine that I've known for many, many years. Oh, cool. All right. Well, he said it was fun. He he's posted a pic of, I think that's dessert, and yep. another picture of, of him uh, with, with, with the... It looks like Beetlejuice and just hanging out. So this is, this is actually a bar in New York, 
Really? I know you guys tagged Jotaro in it, but it seems interesting. We should go check that out one day. Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. I'm down. We're moving on to Instagram comments. It's Instagram.com slash GeekBros with a zero. That's G-E-K-B-R-0-S. Now, we got a comment from uh, Daisy Fan Rid- is it Ridley. <laughs> they commented on our um, episode 69 video recap, and it says, um, I would appreciate it if you would check out my account, especially if you like Daisy Ridley. So, in other words, this is probably spam, because I don't think we talked about Daisy Ridley at all in episode 69, or did we? Did we? Uh, I don't know. I do it in my sleep, though. I'll understandable. I'm, fair, I'm fairly sure we might have mentioned her once or twice. Oh, yes. Yes, we have. Remember that time I, I sent to the group chat that uh, fakening that guy who takes the face swaps and I sent yeah. you that Star Wars one? Yeah. But I, but I don't think we talked about that on episode 69. No, I, that, I don't think that was brought up. Then maybe this guy's checking my uh, web browser history. Moving on, uh, we got a we got a, a message from uh, Man in the Window. Uh, he was he said, "What game is that? I want to play it. Damn it! It sounds like another one um, that I must have to, that I must watch." And uh, when I explained that it was the Hitler Jesus Trump game, and I explained that you play uh, as these players and you basically kill or beat the crap out of LGBTQ people, he said, "Wow!" with a flat face. So <laughs> I don't think he was paying I- attention. Yeah, I, I mean, think he was realizing because, what it was. Because if you remember, in the it, it, this is for the preview of episode 70, all I said was it's a game that just you play as Hitler, Jesus, or Trump. I didn't get into it. And that, you know, so that's what hooks you guys in there. So you got to pay attention to the full podcast to understand. I'm only going to give you guys just a tip of what we're talking about. That's what she said. That is what she said. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. She did not say that. Okay, no, no, no. If she did, then, well, you guys have a different conversation to have. Then you're in Hawaii or Philippines. I'm, I, that, that just went right over my head. Lady boys, lady boys. Uh, oh, fantastic, fantastic! Actually, wouldn't it be Thailand more than anything else? Oh, well, I mean, we're in America. I don't think anyone's going to go to the Philippines. I want to go soon. I mean, Thailand, but Hawaii is much more feasible. Okay, yeah. we're going to YouTube comments I just, again. Went over my head. We're at for the Keep Out of the Geek Bros podcast episode sixty nine um, video recap. We have from Norwal Music. They said that the post was creative, well executed, and they were telling us congrats. So I'm not sure. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. But probably think about the intro because the intro was hot. Or at least our new intro. We don't have any Twitter comments, but what I can say is we have, I think, four new Twitter polls that I just happened to look 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 on. Uh, I don't remember what they were. Uh, whoever posted that, you want to just real quick say what they were, what they, what they want to... All right. The first one was, which geek bro do you want to punch in the face? Um, Fantastic. You, and Vibe got 100% of the votes. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, 69 votes. All right. Now. Was- <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, God. I can't remember because I posted all these on, on a Saturday morning. Yeah, it was four different ones. I, I, I know there's like two or three days left. That's why that's why I don't have the votes up for this episode. It, it will be available next week. But if you guys have time, check it out. You know, uh, check out our Twitter link daily because these guys put up some random stuff all i post there is legitimate geek bro stuff like us like, too this is video. literally about no, us what i meant is our is our production uh. <laughs> the, the post the crap you guys do i find them at the end so we believe by all means check them out um i'll give you the results of the, last, of the next four polls uh next week for emails we're gonna email from uh from ed the gentleman that sends us the, the lovely, lovely press issues of uh, okay. uh, Invasion of Zootopia. He Rest said, Jason, 
just watched your la- your latest episode. Thanks so much for reviewing issue three. Issue four is humming along, and we'll keep you on our press list, best list. And thanks a lot, Ed. Um, listen, we are absolutely thrilled and honored that you know we're on your your press list to absolutely to review these these uh, these comics. These they're they're really well, and we can't wait to do another another episode of your WrestleTopia comic. Because I want to see where it's going because I'm actually really interested. So that is it for comments and questions from you, the audience. Gents, tell me about your weekend. Excellent. So this weekend, still on the house hunt, um, I actually put an offer for I a nice you were little... House arrest for a minute. I don't know why. I, I thought you were literally going to say still, still under house arrest. No, fuck. I wish. <laughs> <clears throat> um... <laughs> No, but so we put an offer in for a house here in Davie, which is not that far from us. And it got accepted. So now we're in the process of hopefully uh, closing by August 16th. And it'll be nice because I'll have an extra room to do the podcast in. So that'll be pretty sweet. Sounds good. Sounds good. Congratulations. Nice. Well, presumptive congratulations. Garbanzo. Um, I, dude, I've been working so much like crazy lately, but, uh, this weekend I was able to get some, uh, some, some really cool reading in, um, catching up on some critical roles, getting some ideas because I'm trying to see if I can, uh, uh I might be running a local, uh, D and D game with Ooh. some of my, some of my neighbors and stuff like that, just to kind of, uh, it's, it's really, it's just to bring in some newbies and just kind of run a cool little D and D campaign. I have a question to solve that. Remember when we used to go buy dice at the Adventure Game Store over in Sterling? Yes. Uh, they they still have that dragons there where you can rent it out for the day with the big ass table, TV, and fridge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my understanding, you. But I think there's like a, a bit of a, a waiting list now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just got to call ahead of time and just let them know what days you want it. But yeah, from my understanding, it's still available. Dude, we should absolutely film a episode there. That, I, I mean, remember, remember we, we actually me. I think it was you, me, and Renee. We went inside. It actually looks pretty good. It looks comfy. It's 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 large. It's it's pretty large. I've, I've actually run. I've actually been there for a game or two, and it is really really comfy there, man. It's really cool. And not to mention that the store itself is awesome. Um, it's 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 a it's a game. It's a it's full of tabletop games, books, and dice characters. It's really really it's 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 a different world. When did it, when did we get sponsored by them? Uh, we know, can, but we should, right? <laughs> why, why don't we can always reach out? We can. We, what we'll do is we uh, we'll make sure to tag them on on uh, this this uh, this week's podcast. Okay, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, briefly, my weekend was I went to go see Spider Man. That was fantastic. Uh, that was about it. That that was the highlight of my weekend. Besides editing and. Uh, Believe it, and, and binge watching uh, Stranger Things. That was my weekend. How, how was, oh, how yeah. was it, by the way? Um, it, 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 oh my god, it was so good. Like, we'll get into it. Uh, well, I'm gonna get into just, just you know, just a non-spoiler review. Flex, have you do you watch Stranger Things or have you watched? I, it? Yeah, I've you watched Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, I was, I was the first one to tell you. I finished. You said, yeah. "Shit, I gotta watch it." Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll I, do like, a I saw it like the first thing. review. Everything. Yeah, I did on the weekend. Was, I mean, I forgot it was even coming out, and I just happened to like get on there, and I was like, "Oh, look, there it is." So, all right, cool. That's it for what our weekends. Anybody What's want- going on? <laughs> what? Oh, <ow. laughs> carry on. What? Carry on. What's going on with the Geek Bros? Uh, Geek Bros, we've got uh, the last week's video recap is up. It was actually up a lot earlier than usual, so I'm actually proud of that. I'm actually currently. 
as we're speaking, I'm editing the the excerpt. So if any of you guys are really interested in Invasion of Wrestletopia, but you don't want to sit through a whole like almost two hour video, I'm gonna actually do a, a quick mini episode. It's gonna be about I think it's ten minutes long, where we just discuss about. WrestleTopia. What is the difference between the raw footage from the podcast and from the the produced one? Well, it's a you know diff- more produced, more more graphics, more inf- more information, and screenshots from the actual um, comics. So you might want to check it out. It's, I call it a special edition version of our review. So that's going to go up there, and you should check it out this week. Other than that, um, the Geek Bros are eventually going to get together to to review uh, Spider Man, and you'll get that in conjunction with the our review of the trailer. We're going to do it back to back. It'll be a pretty two-part episode so I'm just waiting for us to, to get together and film the review and then drop them both together so that's that's what's coming up and the camera's back so it's good yay all right so then that's it for for the geek bros episode 71 starts now it's time for the fresh scent fresh scent all right what's ah. new what <laughs> <laughs> What's new in the gaming world? Video games out this week, presented to you by Darflex. Absolutely. So, uh, do you remember earlier this week you sent me a uh, link from Kotaku? I did send you a link from Kotaku. I am not going to use that link because I'm pretty <laughs> sure... <laughs> it's, it's not that it's wrong, it's just the one little beta male who complained about not having enough, that's absolutely what he's talking about. I should only have like two games. Oh, okay. Okay. This is still a, a larger list because it covers a bunch of games that, you know, we normally wouldn't play. Uh, <clears throat> but so, again, uh, July is not that like weekly. July is not a very, very uh, busy day for video games, it seems. Really? Yeah. So starting July 9th this week, that'll be the first hit we have anything releasing. will be Bear With Me for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. We have Senran Kagura Peach Ball for the Switch. We have Cyrento for the PSVR. Pool Nation for the PS4. Now we have July 10th. We have Godhood Steam Early Access for the PC. Space Dance for the PC. Dr. Mario World for the Android and iOS. Yes! Mm -hmm. Blood Bowl Death Zone official launch for the PC. I'm kind of excited for that one actually. Because it says blood something, and that's why. No, it's a uh, Warhammer. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, okay. oh nice. Okay. Carry on, carry on. Uh, Soul Seraph for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Now, July 11th, we have Skulls of the Shogun, Bone Affide. Get it? Bone Affide, Bone Edition for the Switch. <clears throat> we have Blazing Chrome for the PC, PS4, <coughs> Xbox One, and Switch. We have Sky, Children of the Light for the iOS. Earth Defense Force 5 for the PC. Dead in Vinland for the Switch. Tiny Metal Full Metal Rumble for the PC and the Switch. Professor Lupo and his horrible pets for the PC and Switch. Now we have, pardon me, July 12th, we have Lethal League Blaze for the Switch. Dragon Quest Builders 2 for the PS4 and the Switch. And that is it for this week. Okay. All right, all right. We're going to move on to The Battle of Azeroth Continues, presented by Darflex. Fantastic. Right? Right. All right. Fantastic. All right. So here's, a new, uh, here, here, here's an update to the new uh, patch with a couple dates for you. Wow, heads up there. 
So the Eternal Palace raid, normal and heroic, is now available. So for those who don't know, with the constant up- up- updating of Warcraft, now you can run raids through heroic and normal levels, each offering different loot, obviously the heroic being the more uh, rewardable one, so you can find the most shit there. So, <clears throat> face Queen Azara's most devoted champions in an epic raid, the Eternal Palace. 10,000 years ago, as the seas engulfed Zin Azari, Queen Ashara's forge, a dark bargain with Endoth, the transformed her loyal subjects into the sinister Naga. Through millennia of brutal conquest, Asara has built a new empire from the ruin of her old and now holds dominion of, over the depths that once ran to claim her. Even the gracious host, she has invited the Alliance and Horde alike into her eternal palace to witness her glorious ascension and her ultimate demise. So for those who don't know, uh, back when we had um, the Well of Eternity, or it used to be Calmdor was one huge thing, kind of how America was, Pangea back in the day, allegedly. I don't know. Aliens. But after the Burning Legion and, and, and the Night Elves kind of fought, it kind of blew up and tore everything apart. Ashara, she was like really into magic, kind of like like a meth fiend for magic. So much so that she doomed her whole race for magic and then her city got sunk underneath. And then she made a deal with one of the old gods who transformed into the Naga. And now she has risen again. So you're going to find eight raid bosses in, in, in this raid. Difficulties for the raid finder. So it's going to be normal, heroic, and mythic. Okay. And again, we have new benthic level uh, gear you can find here. So don't forget that we have been covered for quite a bit. Now, the raid finder minimum level, it's a, a, a 380. Of course, that's the gear level, right? We're not talking about actual player levels. So here's one important thing is the raid unlock schedule. So as of today, July 10th, we have normal and heroic difficulties. July 18th, you will be able to play it through as Mythic and Raid Finder Wing 1, Abyssal Commander Savara, Blackwater Behemoth, and Radiance of Ashara, which again, bosses. Then July 31st, we have Raid Finder Wing 2, which is Lady Ashvane, Orgozoa, and the Queen's Court. And then August 14th, which will be the final release, we have the Raid Finder Wing 3, which is... Sorry... Zakul and Queen Ashara herself, so you get to bring that bitch down and have <laughs> Yeah. So just a few things about the bosses. They actually look pretty cool. The Abyssal Commander Sivara is kind of a uh, night elf Shiva crab-looking thing, and she's the master of both martial and magical arts. Abyssal Commander Sivara has ruthlessly led Ashara's vanguard to countless victories. Then we got the Blackwater Behemoth, which is what only I can describe as not the Japanese Godzilla, but the American Godzilla, Zilla, with Monty Broderick, with a little lamp over his head, who is summoned from the depths unknown. The Blackwater Behemoth lurks in an abyss so dark that not even the Naga dare to adventure into it. Only oh, wow. Ashara is capable of taming the beast, and she has trained it to faithfully guard her treasures. Is probably guarding her porn. All right, <clears throat> then we got the Radiance of Ashara, which is kind of an elemental fish-looking thing. So using her handmaiden as willing sacrifice, Ashara has forged into being an elemental of storm and arcana, which arcane magic, right? Powered by the soul of the devoted vassal, the, <clears throat> the resulting monstrosity is the avatar of Ashara's radiance. So as you can see, if this is the... Uh, I mean, this looks like somebody took a shit on a Corgan. So, if this is really the radiance of Ashara, she must be. A, she's hot on the outside, but she's a really ugly person on the inside. Hence, bring that cunt down. So, 
Now we got Lady Ashvane. Oh my God. This looks like Honey Boo Boo's mother. This one looks like Honey Boo Boo's mother, but with crab claws. So, Lady Ashvane. Priscilla Ashvane's relentless pursuit of power has ultimately led her to Eternal Palace and a dark pact with Queen Ashara. But what Ashvane receives in return for her loyalty may be more than she bargained for. So she's just this big, fat behemoth thing. I don't know. They, they, they should have made her the dark behemoth because nobody wants to get up in that. All right. <laughs> now, we got Orgozoa. This one's pretty cool. It looks like an old god. It's kind of just an octopus with one eye and, I guess, teeth for eyelids. But Orgozoa tends to a shard's hatchery, preparing for the day her incubating horrors are unleashed upon Azeroth. So I'm assuming we have to stop this so they don't fuck us up because we've finally got some peace. Actually, no, we didn't. Uh, I know we did, actually. The Alliance and the Horde seem to be teaming up together to kill Sylvanas. Spoiler alert. Then we got the Queen's Court. These actually look pretty hot. So for 10,000 years, the queen's court has never failed to enforce the word of the, the word of Ashara. Now, the queen's most powerful servants stand by her to fulfill her final decree. These look like what this new Little Mermaid should be. Hot fish women. But they're purple. <laughs> they're purple, so nobody bitches about the color of a creature that does not oh, exist or whatever the fuck it wants, right? I God can't. Damn. I can't. I can't. That's too funny. Okay. <clears throat> now, the call harbinger of Nyalotha. That's, that's a mouthful. The harbinger for the end of days, the call shreds the last vestiges of sanity from the world in chaos, laying the foundations for Azara's new master. Sorry for Azeroth's new master, Ashara. And then, and then, <laughs> then. We got the queen bitch herself, the behemoth cunt, Queen Ashara, queen of the Naga, empress of Najjatar, and one of the most powerful entities Azeroth has ever known. Ashara has plotted and schemed for a millennia in preparation for this fateful moment. Now, with all the pieces in place, that time has finally come to reveal her endgame. So, will you find adventurers save Azeroth? Or will we drown? Like the Lost City of Atlantis. Also, you get pretty cute new pets. Um, you is get. There, uh, do you get? Do you get mermaid puss? So, if you play the role playing version of it, <laughs> where you kind of—I mean, that's what it is, though. Like you're always in character. So, oh, I mean, God. if your imagination is good, yeah, you you it's can a, you can. It's what a sweet you. mermaid puss. <laughs> I don't know if it's sweet. I'm pretty sure it's a little salty, possibly on the sour side. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm so disappointed. What? <laughs> What's your part? I, I I love you guys. That's all. I love oh. you guys with all my heart. Okay, all right. So we're we're gonna continue with the gaming world. Uh, Pixel Cube, a six-sided LED screen you can play games on. Now, this is actually something that that Kotaku and this article comes from Kotaku. Um, they stumbled upon at E3. Uh, the the Pixel Maze from Hungary, based in, uh, based pirate games, is a cube made of six LED panels. While it's not quite 4K, it is 32 by 32 resolution and still, and still cooks up some, some very nice colors. Um, it the There is no price release date yet. There's a video, if you actually guys check this out, it's actually really colorful. It's something that I would want, uh, but I probably, probably only play once. Maybe we can get one and, and, and uh, like give it away. 
it, it's one of those things that you you just get you have it you have it in your living room. People are like, what yeah. is that? And, and then, it, you, and then everyone plays and tries to beat everyone's house's high score. Yeah, because yeah. like it's it, it seems pretty useless, right? Like I see I, I see the game they're playing. I mean, the real game that's not technology. It's just a ball, a metal ball inside of plastic. Pretty Works much. much better than this. But I mean, it does look cool, I guess. It looks, cool. It looks cool. It's, it's something I would literally, I've literally only purchased just to give away as a gimmick, you know, uh, as far from our podcast. But it, it looks a lot of fun. I mean, uh, the, the video itself, it's really pretty. Something we should, it'd be something fun to play at night, maybe while drinking some proper 12. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say jerking off for some second. <laughs> no, I, okay, no, probably 12, but okay, Wait. that too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, check it out. It's, it's an article at Kotaku. It's it's a, it's a excited LED screen. It looks fun. Um, just wanted to just report on that real quick because it just it caught my eye. No, no, uh, it, it, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I... Like I could honestly see that just sitting there, well, along with all the other cool like geek stuff that I exactly, got. Exactly, just in the background. Like I can literally, I can literally put it up there somewhere and yeah, know, knock knock the camel off and put put the LED cube there and let it let it light or like, up. Or even like find like one of those things that kind of hold the cube in a corner and just spin. Uh, okay, okay. Did you just did you fart on on on, on the other in the mic? No, no, he, no, no, of course not. I did not do that. Family podcast. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to uh, Nintendo Switch Lite and the NES Rewind feature. So um, on July 17th, it, uh, they first released that there's going to be a Rewind feature uh, that will be available for use on the entire collection of NES. Nintendo Switch Online Games uh, allows players to easily rewind gameplay by pressing and holding the ZL and the ZR <laughs> If they make a mistake and they want to re- retry sections, you can actually rewind the gameplay. And I, that was, you know, it's kind of interesting. I actually thought it meant something totally different until I read the, the, the video, um, the video description. But okay. if you if you guys play the NES games on Switch, now you can literally hit rewind before you know before you jump into something. So, so it's like Prince of Persia. Yeah. 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 There you go. That, that's, that's exactly a great, exactly. great example. Great analogy. I'm so very very so proud of you. You've come such a long way, but. This coming from TheVerge.com. Nintendo Switch Lite is a smaller, cheaper Switch built exclusively for the handheld play. Um, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo revealed. I, I call it diet, diet Switch, but um, Nintendo revealed the, the the Switch Lite, designed as a less expensive alternative to the original tablet uh, console hybrid. It comes in at two hundred dollars, which is a hundred dollars less than the base unit, and for that price, you get a streamlined version of the Switch. But it also features uh, uh, some caveats. The Switch Lite is designed explicitly for handheld. You can't connect it to the TV, and the Joy-Con controllers are built into it. Um, the two systems are uh, meant to complement to complement each other and coexist. And actually, I, wa- I watched the video, and it's true. It's like you can play together with it or without it. You can you can connect to it to each other. Like you know, it, it's it's yeah. Wait, it's so right. so so let me get this straight. So I can actually if. Let's just say you're playing at home. Yep. You had your your switch uh, attached to the TV yep. with your with your controller. Yep. I could literally attach my Nintendo Switch Lite and basically use it as my controller and play alongside you. Pretty much, kind of like how with the Wii, a, with a secondary like how, screen, like how the Wii U was. You know, the okay. Wii, U, Wii U pad. So yeah, you can actually do it like that. Each 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 uh, switch is like its own. Each switch light is like its own switch. So if you want to play with each other, you guys. You, you, 
pun, pun not you know dead. But if you want to play with each other, you will. But you'll have your own dedicated screen, kind of like how you would be playing the the Wii U, where the Wii U had its own gamepad, and everybody's going to play on the on the screen like that. So uh, it right, also works. Huh? But okay, so let's say I have that. Do I have to have the game that's on the main Wii uh, Nintendo Switch, or you can know, I, I use I it as a remote? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I didn't. I think you might have to have the game as well. I'm oh, pretty sure. Um, but I mean, it's 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 a lot smaller. I I'm disappointed. I thought it was gonna be something something else besides just like a like a literally a small version of the Switch. Uh, I even asked my, my offspring if they if they were interested in it, and they were like, no, 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 they're not. Because well, honestly, it's basically just it's just replacing the DS. Yeah, pretty much. But you're replacing the DS. The with with a switch, so you know what I'm saying. Like at least with a DS, you might have your own DS games and you have your own yeah, Wii, so, Wii U games. It, now it's all one console with one game, you know. And there's not going to be Switch Lite. At least there better not be any Switch Lite exclusives because it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? No, so, so yeah, literally, there's, it's just one system now. Now Nintendo is streamlined where they have taken both the home console and the game, the, the mobile console together in the same thing and now they have to only have to worry about making games for one system so i guess it's good for the bottom line but it's okay but if you guys are, if you guys out there are interested in getting the switch light i'd love to hear about it uh there actually it comes in three colors uh turquoise gray and yellow there's a pokemon version coming out uh later on it's set to debut in september so um let's check it out let us let us know and if you're gonna get it i, I want to know why you're getting it and yeah, why are you getting it? As opposed to spending the extra hundred dollars and getting the actual switch itself, which is really not Much that big to be, it's not that big to begin with, you know, that's what she said. Um <laughs> really? it's, it's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, man. So, so um yeah, that's it. But you can use the joy cons with it, you can use the pro controls with, with the switch um with a switch light, but but again, you know, you're it's literally just a handheld game, so you know, it is what it is. We're going to move on to Dr. Dr. Mario World. In Dr. Mario World, each stage acts as a, as a specific puzzle, and you only have a limited amount of pills to solve them. These stages, <laughs> selected, <laughs> these stages are selected from an over overworld map, much like the Mario game. And, uh, oh, did he disappear? No, he's still right. Oh, sorry, sorry. What I happened? I've been having hiccups. I apologize, guys. Oh, oh, God bless you. Uh, but, uh, there are many obvious solutions and gimmicks to exploit. For instance, uh, an early stage might teach you the importance of letting half of the pill rest on an empty space. So it's stuff like that. It's it's. I I was excited about it until I realized that it's not. It's not Doctor Mario. Mario. It's yeah, not Doctor Mario. It's it's the mobile version of Doctor Mario. It's it's. Now, the, what do they what do they allow you to play Doctor Mario as like a a like an addition to? What do you mean? Like I say, not right now. Let's say later on. They're like, "Hey, uh, if you can download the additional, do- you know, the actual Doctor Mario. You can unlock it if you continue playing the the, the Doctor Mario World." Uh, I don't know how I feel about that because I just get it. On, I'll just get it on the Switch. It's, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere on the Switch. Got to be on the Switch eventually. Oh, I'm sure. You know, but it's 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 I, I it's interesting. It's kind of like I mean, I'm looking at it and it's like Mario World meets um, what's what's that game? Mario Party. In a weird way, and I'm I, it limit your pills. Like it, I, I, don't, I don't like you it. You know, it, you know, what it reminds me of like it reminds me of every other of those little like uh, the ones with the gems. Exactly. Candy Crush. exactly. Like it what just, I'm saying right just, now, 
it's like Sega Heroes. I'm playing Sega Heroes. It's the same concept, except they don't limit your stuff, you know, in, and, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think this is going to be, this is just like, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's micro, microtransactions. I'm pretty sure that there's a way for you, for them to like really like, like dig into you. Uh, I might play it just to see how, you know, whether it's fun or not. But when I actually watched the video, I was like, oh no, it's one of those games. You're bastardizing Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario was a fun game. And I used to lose to love the music. You know, so, but if you guys are going to check out Dr. Mario, by all means, let us know. Send us an email, geekbros with a zero yahoo.com. And, um, that's what you think. Or if you want us to forcibly download it and play it and then review it for you, you gotta let us know. We only do it if you ask us. Forcibly. <laughs> I guess that was what I'm saying because I'm, I'm not gonna do it. We're gonna move on to uh, it's another it's another article from Kotaku. Armored Mewtwo is coming to Pokemon Go on July 10th, which is today. Wow, I did not notice that. Mewtwo is back instead of coming back. Mewtwo is back to Pokemon Go uh, raids. But we'll sport a new look. This armored version is based on a Mewtwo appearance uh, from the upcoming Pokemon anime film, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Um, Niantic and the Pokemon Company released a teaser video showing off the new Mewtwo in action. The return is, is of this more potentially more powerful Mewtwo will, will be a limited time series. Players can... can sorry. Players can start um, fighting this armored Mewtwo on July 10th, which is which is today. So, I don't know. Are you guys still playing Pokemon Go? Is anybody going to get in on this on this sweet sweet armored Mewtwo action? I'm I'm going to load up right now and let you know and see what's going on. All right. Because well, I actually I actually do I do I me uh, you know me and Pink Jess we still play uh, Pokemon Go as well uh-huh. as we uh, the new Wizarding World uh, game. So I need you to well not this this but I need you to put that on the docket for next week because I haven't downloaded it I wasn't gonna plan to play it but if you're actually playing it you need to review it Garbanzo you need to put this absolutely this and listen review it so I I've been playing it long enough now that I can actually give a proper review fantastic and then you can also review the armor Mewtwo Pokemon thing so put that on the back of your thing and 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 uh, message me so we can get this for next week for you guys because you guys want to hear it and I don't want to have to review it so uh, we're gonna move on to inebriated fitness. Darflex is an exercise physiologist with a BS in exercise and sports science. He's a certified CSCS strength conditioning coach and a CISSN sports nutritionist, sports injury specialist, and currently <laughs> an MMA weight cut specialist and nutritionist. A deep dive into creatine. Creatine is an organic cramp compound with the nominal organic form of... Crap. <laughs> huh? Sorry. What? Just, sorry. No, no. I tasted organic crap. I was like, really, no. dude? <laughs> How do you really feel? I really feel. Creatine is an organic compound with a nominal formula of God help me, CNCH2CO2H, whatever that means. It's just this, a bunch of carbons and hydrogens. Thank you very much. <laughs> this species exists in various modifications and solutions. Creatine is found in vertebrates where it facilitates recycling of what is it? Adenosine? That sounds Trifosfate. right. Yeah, no, adenosine, triphosphate, and uh the energy currents current currency in the cell primarily muscles and brain tissue. It is believed to enhance muscle mass, improve strength, increase lean muscle, and help the muscles recover quickly and help athletes achieve a burst of energy. Darflex. Excellent. Lay it on us, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and skip that and just say you should drink wine for all fitness. Fantastic. What wine is that? What are you drinking? Merlot. Don't you miss the good old days when I used to make like those those fancy drinks for for our podcast, like the crazy ones that I'd find on Tipsy Bartender? Yeah, but I'll get like really bad heartburn from all the sugar. 
I know, but it was so much fun though back then. Like I, I missed those. Worth I was, it. I, I was um. I, you see, you Garbazzo, you never enjoyed the 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 golden age when I, I made those every week. It was something Our different. Fruit Loops one, fuck that was. Cool. Oh, that was so fun. Oh, was it Fruit Loops or the Lucky Charms one? Because I made both. Fruit Loops. I had the Fruit Loops one. You All right, did? is it the Fruit we, we Loops should... one? That which? Okay, never mind. We'll discuss Sorry. that later. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. Let's get on track. I was reminiscing. Sorry. I'm sorry. So, creatine, creatine. Let's start with the basic knowledge that most of us had known um, since we were probably, since maybe the early 2000s, because I doubt many people really looked into creatine. But it's just one of the most researched supplements out there, actually. Question? I, I actually, no, no. Actually, I started using uh, creatine back in uh, 97, 96. I started okay. using it in 2002. Um, but, I'm so, not using it at all because I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, you, you don't really need it. Yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't always this shape. Oh. So other shapes prior to. Now, oh, yeah. with I like that. Creatine, let's address a couple of things, what you said earlier. So in the past, people have been taking it, you know, to get bigger, uh, to get stronger. Nobody really thought about taking it to have energy because nobody really knew that much. I mean, like, not just the scientists knew about it for a while. I'm talking about, like, regular people. You know, they just thought, oh, I'm going to get big. Let me go yeah. buy a whole tub of this and sh- shove it down my throat, which they were probably taking it wrong for years anyways. Uh, yep. And then... A lot of people say, oh, creatine's bad. It's a steroid. It's not a steroid. Uh, creatine's bad. It'll help you. It'll make you retain water. Here's one thing. When I hear people say, I don't want to retain water, like, what the fuck? Like, are you dumb? Like, w- retaining water is a good thing. But don't you bloat when you retain water? So? But isn't that a bad thing? Isn't isn't it water weight that you lose when you first start losing weight? When you is it's water weight? So if 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 you're bloating, it's it's probably something uh, something creatine. So it's gonna saturate the muscle cells. You're gonna have water in there. You need water. I mean, our, we're we're mostly water. We need water. Understood. Yeah. Unless you're like a bodybuilder, where you have to be dehydrated or a fighter for weights. That's a different thing. But creatine is very good. Uh, retaining water is not a bad thing, man. You don't want to be dehydrated. It's much much worse. Um, all right, so also, oh, it'll make you too big and make you too strong. First of all, no, it won't because your lazy ass has to actually work out to get big. Doesn't matter what you take, you can take steroids and sit on your ass and not really do anything. Um, you'll probably grow some hair, I guess that's it. So, uh, creatine is probably one of my favorite supplements because I have studied so much on my own personal studies within the lab at NSU and I have done a couple of human studies with, with ads and so on. Creatine, it has a phosphate, right? It's phosphocreatine is what you normally hear referred to as in the lab. So our energy, our main source of energy comes from carbohydrates, which goes to the Krebs cycle and then we get something called ATP or adenosine triphosphate, as you mentioned earlier. Um, and what how we make energy is we take that ATP, we break it down, and we lose the phosphate. It becomes ADP. That's adenosine diphosphate, so two phosphates. Now, how does creatine help you have energy? This is something people probably never knew. But what the body does, it breaks down that creatine. It takes the phosphocreatine, takes that phosphorus from the creatine, puts it back to the ATP, ADP, making ATP, so now you have three phosphates in the adenosine. So now you're able to more readily and efficiently create more ATP to fuel your body to do whatever it is you have to do. So that's why it helps you have energy. Um, as far as recovery goes, I mean, I, I, it, it helps just like anything else. I wouldn't say it's one of its like you know more important things. It's probably like I wouldn't even use creatine specifically for recovery. There's just better things out there for recovery. Like, 
not better things. It's just that, you know, protein and carbs are pretty much what you're going to need for recovery. Creatine helps. One of the most important things that I have seen with creatine is outside of the gym, and that is with neurological studies. So creatine lately has been shown to decrease the incidence of neurological degradation, right? So that's things like Alzheimer's, things like Parkinson's. Dementia. Dementia, absolutely. Dementia. Dementia. So those things with creatine, one – there, there is no negative side effects, except if you take too much, you might shit your pants. But, I mean, <laughs> like, that's not going to kill you. And if you're holding water and you shit your pants, you won't die from dehydration or diarrhea, right? Because holding water is good. So another thing, specifically to my field currently working with combat athletes, even with veterans, this is this is, would be very good for things like PTSD, things like getting blown up, which rocks your brain pretty well. But... Creatine has also been shown and has been studied like intensely, intensely to uh, for for studies in correlation with the reduction of TBI, traumatic brain injury, or CTE. That's chronic uh, traumatic encephalopathy. So just getting hit in the head a lot, brain swelling, and so on. So this oh, might wow. help you. Not go crazy. I mean, it probably won't cure it. Trauma is still a trauma. I mean, the only way to avoid trauma or fix it is not get hit. Yeah. But you know, if you're going to do it, protect yourself. Uh, creatine is, is very good for the brain. It's going to protect your, your brain cells, really. I'm not too sure how deep they've gone into it with things like multiple sclerosis, right, which is kind of the degradation of the myelin uh, sheath of the uh, neurons. So you start moving like weird and you can't, you lose some function of the body. I'm not too sure, but I would bet that maybe. In the future, we're going to find some correlation with this also being able to at least, maybe not cure, maybe not prevent, but at least slow the effects of multiple sclerosis, which I don't know if you've, I've worked with a couple of MS patients when I used to train at the beach club, and man, it's, uh, just the quality of life kind of sucks, you know? Like, you're not able to ambulate, you need people to do stuff for you, you can overheat very easily, you, you... you know how I started when I talk? Imagine starting with your movements. Like you're trying to reach, you go oh, because man. the signals won't. The signals are jumping from the run to run rather than going straight because there's no sheath to carry it through to you know give that motor unit the signal to move. So creatine has a lot of beneficial uses. Yes, it's great in the gym. Yes, it'll help you get big, strong. It'll help with energy. But if you are gonna dose. Uh, creatine, don't do it like it's other in the bottle. The, the bottle, and the thing about RDAs is they're done by doctors. It's like the minimal stuff um, that you need to stay alive. So if you're going to dose creatine, it's going to be 20 grams per day. I highly recommend spending those 20 grams up into um, four or five doses throughout the day. Why do I say that? Because let's go back to the thing where you take too much at one time, you might shit yourself. Uh, it's not a <laughs> I've, you know, <laughs> one day me uh, being slick, I'm like, ah, I'll be okay. Um, I took two servings of creatine before jujitsu. And if you don't know anything about jujitsu, you got to put on a gi, like a kimono. So mm-hmm. it kind of kind of sucks to untie your thing off. I, I had to leave class early because I, I was about to shit myself. So <laughs> just be careful with the dosing. It'll be 20 grams a day. Split it up between four, five, even six. Um, you can... Drink it with your shakes, with juices. By itself, it tastes kind of gross, but if you want to just down it, that's fine. Oh, and yeah. again, there's no side effects. You do not have to uh, cycle off of it. 
there are also pill options if you want to just pop the pill. The only thing about the pill is the delivery is going to be much, much, much lower. So uh, your nutrient timing might not be where you want it to be if you're taking the pill. At least with the powder, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. getting the uh, pre-digested or pre-broken down powder or substance inside your body. And it's ready to be available to be dispersed for the needs of your body. All right, and, and quick question, referencing to, 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 to the dosing that you're talking about. Um, so I know there's a lot of different protein powders out there now, and I'm I'm a, because I know when 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 uh, when I was taking creatine as a supplement along with my protein, um, it, it was two separate. Now I'm assuming now they finally have put together. You can get creatine inside your protein as well to kind of help with the dosage. Absolutely, almost 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 all protein and and pre workouts come with at least five grams of creatine, right? So um, here's the only thing. I mean, this is my personal uh, opinion. Is I prefer to buy everything separately because you do need to be aware of nutrient timing, right? Some proteins come with everything in like creatine, leucine, glutamine. I'm like, okay, that's great. But how many times a day are you going to drink that specific shake, you know? So it's better to just have your protein separate so you drink it it, whether it's before and after your workouts in the morning and night. And then you're actually able to properly time the supplements you have to take to meet the demands of your body based on nutrient timing. It's all about giving your body what it needs, when it needs it. It's not about just taking crap and hoping that it's going to settle in, you know. There has to be a systematic approach to taking supplements because – and they're very expensive, you know. Like if any of you shopped at GNC or any shops, they're not cheap, you know. So make sure you're doing it the right way. Me personally, I buy almost everything separately. I make my own pre-workouts. One, it's cheaper, it lasts longer, and I know what I'm getting inside my body. Awesome. And uh, let's see. Uh, for you who are not interested in taking supplements, creatine is, the bioavailability of creatine is out there. Uh, I think it's it's most concentrated in fish, like uh, Spanish mackerel. It's probably the highest concentration you'll find naturally from an animal source. As far as a plant source, um, there are a couple of greens that have it, but I mean, it's just the amount of greens you would have to eat to meet even a reasonable amount of creatine. It's just ridiculous. Same thing with wow. meat too, though. So for creatine, obviously, eating fish is going to add a little bit to it, but still, if you want to get those 20 grams a day, supplementing is going to be the way to go because it's just it's, it's unpractical trying to stuff that much fish or, you know, <laughs> fish down your mouth. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Awesome. So final uh, thoughts uh, on creatine. It's great. You don't got to cycle off of it. There's no side effects. Uh, it'll keep you from getting lost when you're a lot older. Trust me. And if actually, actually, you know what? It helps cognitive focus. So if you're a gamer, uh, if, if you're a major league gamer, you should hire me as your nutritionist because <laughs> I will give you the proper nootropics, which include creatine for optimal cognitive focus. Nice. Well, that is a good pitch if I ever heard one. Well, thank you, sir. If you want more fitness and nutrition tips or you want to see the sweet, sweet UFC post, then follow my man here on Instagram. That's Darth underscore Flex, D-A-R-T-H underscore F-L-E-X-X. Now I'm ready to move on to Garbanzo's Corner, Virtue Signaling. Now that's the action or practice of, 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 pub, of publicly expressing opinions or sentiments in, in, intended to demonstrate one's good character or the moral correctiveness of one's position on a particular issue. Garbanzo, sock it to me. 
Okay, so this was actually um, this week we had multiple different ideas for what we we're going to talk about, but this one kind of um, kind of stuck out to, to me when I was talking about it with uh, with Darth Flex, only because it, this happens a lot, especially in current current society. The whole thing is this: uh, I, it was actually uh, I was looking up a, this, uh, this great uh, opinion piece on the uh, New York Times, um, and basically it's uh, expressions of moral outrage are are uh, playing a prominent role in contemporary debates about issues. Issues like sexual assault, immigration, police brutality. In response, there have been criticism and expressions of outrage as mere virtue signaling. So, you know, feigning righteousness intended to make the speaker appear more superior by condemning others. The, the, the idea behind it is that it's it, and what the way it's kind of described is uh, virtue signaling itself is you're you're doing it. Not because you truly believe it or something that you truly have a uh, passion for, but because it's the, it's the thing to, to kind of be upset about. It's the it's like uh, you know I want to I want to I want to seem righteously superior to other individuals, so I'm going to rabble 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 stand on my you know on my on my uh, my soapbox and, and and give my my speech. Um, so the whole thing is that it's. And it's frequent. You see it um, in in posts on the internet. You see politicians doing it on a regular basis. Um, it's you know it's also individuals who um, who push piety as well. So it's very 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 you know big on those individuals who you know um, they they push uh, religious beliefs or ideals on you, even though they're not doing it you know uh, on their own. Uh, so you need to do as I say, not as I do. Mentality, and that's ba- exactly so. That's honestly, bro, we're all guilty of that, though. No, no, no. But it's but the the whole thing is that but using, uh, but it's the whole thing is about not just condemning, but not just con- you know you know condemning and going after somebody else, even though you yourself are kind of like well, if it have you know it's it doesn't it's not really an interest of mine, but because you know X Y Z people are interested in it or they're talking about it, I'm going to uh, I want to uh, you know it's it's like the like like fisherman stories, right? Where, um, oh, I caught a fish this big. Oh yeah, well, I caught a fish this big. You know, it's oh, like oh, oh, you're you're referring to the Jotaro syndrome. That's what I was wondering what you were doing. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When you're full of shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Carry on. <laughs> um. So, but my whole thing is this. Uh, what I what I truly believe in is that um, there should be don't feign righteousness. Either believe in it and go by it, or just keep your just or just put your opinion out there, but don't push it upon somebody else if you're not willing to just truly stick by it. There's you know a lot of individuals out there who who you know go off about these hot topic you know these hot topics right now, and at the end of the day, it's they don't really care about the outcome. You know, um, individuals like like Darth Flex, you know myself who let's say are, are big advocates of uh of, of of pet care and things like that like we actually go when we've we've adopted our pets we don't buy our pets we take care of our animals we don't just sit there and create these set you know go and start yelling at people for you know don't buy puppy mill for you know the animals from puppy mills we don't sit around and start talking about it we go and do it you know we just don't buy it. Um, it, it. That's the that's the big part of it. If you be the voice of change, be the action of change. You know, it's anyone can talk about something, but it takes a, a, a very big person, um, no pun intended, to uh, to actually you know uh, put your money where your mouth is. Um, uh, you know, 
that's, that's fantastic. You you believe that uh, there's situations are unfair, whether it be about you know immigration, police brutality, or sexual assault, um, the way animals are treated, uh, it, it, even um, those you know the vegans who are talking about like you know I don't eat animal byproducts. That's fine, but. If you if you feel so strongly about it, try to make some change. You know, you know, talk to people. You know, help individuals who need assistance. Don't just say how horrible it is to sex that it is for be sexual assault. You know, go to a go to a uh, a place where where people go to talk and and be the, the be the ear that someone needs. Uh, don't just sit there and say how uh, you shouldn't bully. Go and go out and and speak to kids who are bullying. Give them that self confidence they may need, or even help someone who's going through a suicide. To, uh, uh, you know, volunteer at a suicide hotline. Don't sit there and say that you know we are part of the one percent. You know, the ninety nine percent, and there's people that are hungry on the streets. Go to a, 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 a homeless shelter. Offer your assistance. You know, don't you know? Give them a couple blankets. Be part of it. Uh, that's that's. The, that's the big thing. So uh, that's kind of where I stand on it, and uh, that's Garbanzo's corner. Well, that is definitely a mouthful. Thank you so much, Garbanzo. Uh, any any comments from the from the fellow geek bros? Yeah. That was deep. That was very deep. That was the oh, oh Joe Taro. What did you get here? It's good to see you, man. Oh, oh my God, God, that's Joe. I thought that's that there. was man in here. That was Joe Taro. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's why you were preaching about the soup kitchens. I I, I see it now. I've actually helped in soup kitchens before in the past. I, you know, you, I, I know you visited soup kitchens. How is it? It was good. I, I, saw, I saw somebody that was just like you. That's <laughs> <laughs> like half the population there. Oh, God. And, and, oh, God. And, and, and for those who are listening out of Miami, Camilla's House is a great, uh, a great organization that helps out. Um, uh, go out there and 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 they are always looking for help. So I agree. She's she's hot. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to. Uh... <laughs> I can't. I, can, I love it. Animation Invasions, our Love Death Robots Part 12, Fish Night. After their their car breaks down in the desert, two salesmen take a dreamlike voyage in in, the dawn of time. Uh, Gentlemen, um, this is a very interesting uh, episode, I have to to admit. So we're going to (laughs) do the good, the bad, the ugly, starting round robin with Darflex. All right, so... um... This is really good because it reminds me of Take Your Acid. Yeah, I was just about to say. Okay. You take, okay. You take screens. It's um, uh, the episode for you. Okay. It it made me a little anxious, but like in, like in a good way, right? Like like oh my god, they're gonna get fucking killed. <laughs> but it, it looked great, man. Like they 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 really were able that to communicate no. the message, whatever it was. But that's what acid is. Exactly. That's exactly my point. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I said, I, I said, what was this? This was trying to say. It, it was clearly trying to say something. I just don't know what it was trying to say. I don't. I have. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Don't don't eat peyote on the side of the road in the desert. I don't know. Garbanzo, the good. 
Um, visually, it was uh, uh, just it was stunning. Um, I, I I loved watching it. It, it just it, the the way it was drawn, the colors. It was something. It, it, literally, it was something out of out of an acid trip, I guess. Um, you know, because I wouldn't know. So my whole thing oh, yeah, is allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Um, no, but it, it it just it was beautiful to watch. It was it was enjoyable, um, and it had a nice little surprise at the end. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. No, Joe Taro? I, I, I don't want to comment on the surprise in the end, but I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, we, we can. It, it, it's just, this is a it review. Was, no, but, I mean, the surprise wasn't when he got eaten by the magical shark, was it? Was yes. it the penis? Yeah, well, no, that really caught me off guard. I really wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting that, either. That, I, yeah, I, that was... A, that was like, very... I actually was enjoying the whole episode until that scene. <laughs> it was a little... I, I did not expect that. It threw me off guard. I did not like when he, I, I was, I was rooting for him. I was like, man, he's he's tripping off acid or something, and he's enjoying this. He's swimming in the air. It's great. I, I love the visuals and everything. It was fantastic. And all of a sudden, Jaws comes in and just. No, no, yeah. Is that, no, no, if you guys realized, uh, a lot of the animals that they actually showed were, uh, a, a, I think, prehistoric, right? They're like the, yes, what, yeah, what it was like back in the Cretaceous or XYZ old time Jurassic area, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nice when he just his father just popped up and said, um, "All this was all this land was just basically." Pretty sure that wasn't his father, but carry on. Wasn't his father? Wasn't his father? No, was no, his... That, was, that was his. That was his partner, as his salesman partner. <laughs> Joe, I am your father. That yeah, was the, that was the old guard and the new guard, basically. Could have fooled me because they oh, actually. Oh, there you go. Son. Yeah, but um, no, he mentioned he said this entire land was basically underwater. Joe, so Tar- said, Joe Tar- did, you, did you even watch the episode or? Yeah, I watched it. It was great. I actually have to. I actually stopped the whole series from that episode. I have to watch the next one because that one kind of like freaked me out a bit. Really, really <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Um, no, I agree. I mean, it was it was visually stunning, um, but that's really all I have to say about it. Uh, <laughs> as the good, it was just it was visually stunning. Um, I love the colors, uh, but other than that, that's really all I got to say about it. Um, <laughs> the, the, the the bad Darflex. No bad for me. Garbanzo. Um. I don't really have a bat that I can think of, except for like I really would have liked to have seen, you know, the guy not die, and maybe. Uh, uh, but why? Yeah. Why? Why would you have not wanted to see the, the guy to the guy to die? The guy was That's very. That's how the show works. Of course, it's how the show works. Show works is really no, weird. no, no. The no, last episode we I'm, talked I'm, about. I'm uh-huh. saying the show works that everybody dies. The show doesn't work like. Yeah, some, something bad had to happen. No, no. I mean, I get, I get that, but I just, like I said, it's just like I understand why. But it would have been cool if he could just kind of like, like disappear into that. You know, what I'm saying like become. I don't know. Maybe become. Uh, uh, the no, shark. I do. I get what you're saying, where, 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 and that's actually where I was thinking. I think he was going to transform into one of those sea creatures. That's where I thought it was going. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, I, I, I did. I, I thought maybe he was just going to just transform because he started, he started glowing like like the rest of them. I'm just I like, guess. oh, he's going sure to turn into a he's turn into a fish or whatever, and and he's, he's going to leave his friend. But the, the fact of the matter was that the the guy was obnoxious. He was obnoxious. He was headstrong. He was kind of annoying. He was he was he was a dick. All right, all right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a point. You know, have a point. I'm like, all right, well, you're going to go up there. And do your own thing. You're not gonna listen. Now you, you get killed. So maybe that's what the message was: is don't be an asshole, Jotaro. Um, so because so, uh, <laughs> you get so, eaten by, the, by the, prehistoric. So you know, speaking, speaking of Jotaro, uh, the the bad Jotaro. 
uh, that damn car they had. What kind of car was that? I mean, it, it broke down in the middle of nowhere. That was, was a typical salesman. That was a typical salesman car, though. I I have seen a lot of salesmen over here in Brooklyn. They did not drive. Have you? Car. Have you really? Well, yes. I mean, he is one. So remember, people, come on. Come on. That is true. That is true. But he doesn't need. He doesn't need the car. <laughs> he, he, he he sells on the dark web. He does. So. He sells in the dark web. He also probably sells shrooms and uh, and no, acid too. Because no, I, was, I was talking about you, but if you want to admit to that on on, on air, that's cool too. I can't. I can't. That's 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 too much information. I got you. I got you. Just by the ugly. And I say this is all just a joke. We we really don't do these kind of things. Allegedly, and we didn't say we. We we were just saying Joe Tar, the the former stallion. Yes. Uh, Flex the, 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 the ugly. Wait, did you call him Pony Boy now? I, I didn't say anything like that. But... What? Former, former stallion, Pony Boy, you can call him. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh no, no, just just a good old stallion. Flex <laughs> the ugly. No ugly for me. No ugly for you. Mm. Your your enthusiasm is palpable. What like an acid trip is? There's no explanation, bro. Just go for the ride. There's, there's fucking sharks and shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. And Alfonso, don't the ugly. Uh, actually, the no ugly for me. I, it was. It was overall it was good. It was a good episode. Okay, uh, Jotara, the ugly. Um, I didn't. I I was hoping the guy wouldn't die though. I mean, I, 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 I mean, look, look. From what you said before, you thought he was going to turn into something. That's what I thought too. So I was hoping he would turn into something, and this, and and, and the episode would end. But of course, like Flex said, nothing in this series. So, so instead of happened. him transforming into something, he kind of became nothing, and it was probably like a metaphor for your life. I know where you're going with this shit. <laughs> wow. So that's why you were so dis- disappointed because because you wanted him to transform into something glorious and he ended up being Shots a bloodstain in the air. Yeah. So I get it. I get instead, it. Instead, instead, he transformed into Vibe and he got Yeah, I knew, I knew he transformed into Vibe. But no, no. The ugly for me was I just didn't like the character. I didn't like the younger guy. I thought he was, he was you know, I think they were setting him up to be to 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 be a dick, just so when they kill him off, you don't really feel too badly. I don't know. Maybe right. you, I felt bad. I felt more bad for the older guy because he watched it happen and he tried to stop him and he tried to call him back. But the way the guy was, he he is like always listen to your it elders. Was, it was it was weird. It was weird because not only did he embrace the fact that you saw a bunch of of ghost fish, but he started to go like like manic. I want to get up there. I'm taking off all his clothes. I want to get up there. What was that about? You know, it didn't make any sense that he got so manic. He was about- enthralled. He was enthralled by it. I don't. That's not. This enthralled. Wow, wonder. But what that was was pure mania. It's like I needed to be in that. You don't even know what that is to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that that was a little bit weird though. It was, he just he just went from zero to one hundred, and I never got this. So I couldn't stand his character. So that's the only reason why I didn't really like this episode is because you know it was him. But uh, well, that's it for. Um, Episode 12 or part 12 of Love, Death, Robots. I keep playing around with my thing. There it is. There it is. And uh, we're going to move on to Gadgets R Us. Microsoft releases a Windows 1.11 Stranger Things edition. Uh, Experience 1985 nostalgia with a special edition of Windows 10 PC app inspired by Windows 1.0. But one but one that has been taken over by the upside-down world from Stranger Things. Explore the mysterious secrets, play in Hawkins, unlock unique show content and Easter eggs, and play retro games and puzzles, all building off of Stranger Things 3. Um, so, you join Elvi- uh, Eleven, 
Dustin, Steve, and the gang as they seek to save Hawkins and the world. Embrace the 1980s and grab your hairspray because this is basically the raddest show companion ever experienced. So download the Windows 1.11 app today. So this article comes from mspoweruser.com, and it's it's, uh, interesting. And if anybody who likes Stranger Things, and I love me some Stranger Things, I actually might check it out and review this. But it's like it's like MS DOS, actually. Which yeah, I find kind yeah. of funny. It's you know it's, it's got an old school paint program. It's got like an MS DOS uh, feel to it on some of them. You get some really like MS like I don't know how you guys remember, but like old MS DOS games where it was just like yeah, very old colors. That's what it's like, you know. what I'm saying and it's it's, it's kind of interesting. So I might check this out too. It yeah, sounds interesting. So it's, it's, I, I'm actually downloading it as we speak. Look at the look at you, look at you. So more things to review. So if you guys check it out, that, that uh, let us know what you think. Uh, email us. We're moving on to open mic. Open mic. Open mic. There we go. That works. Open mic. Open mic. This this article comes from Polygon.com. Mysterios, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Multiverse Dimensions. What is Earth 616? Now, Earth 833, which Zero claims he's from, uh, is an established Marvel parallel Earth, but it doesn't have much significance in Marvel in Spider-Man Far From Home. We don't know much about Earth 833, except that it's, that it's the home of Spider, Spider-UK, uh, and a, an amalgamation of Spider-Man from, uh, and Captain Britain. Um, let's see... Now, on the other hand, Earth 616 is a pretty big deal. It's a numerical designation of the main Marvel Comics universe, where the regular versions of Spider-Man and the Avengers and the X-Men and all the folks are. And uh, Mysterio says Peter's world is Earth 616, and that feels like it makes more sense. So, but the thing, though, is that the Marvel universe is designated Earth 199999. So, what do we think about that? Anyway, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, the, the 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 common one that everyone understands in the comic books, the regular canon, that's Earth six one six. Correct. Now that they're bringing, they're actually bringing in a different parallels. They're really opening it up. I, I think they're actually using that as basically um, a way to bring in um, uh, all these new, all these other characters into the Marvel universe. And Wait, how re- is that possible and- though? Because because wasn't wasn't he wasn't his whole character just a well we're gonna we're gonna discuss that but what we're saying is that they they claim a snap tore a hole in the in in you know the universe which allows it to cross over yeah and, and, then, and then and then he mentioned he's like, from Earth blah, right blah. he's from Earth Earth he's from Earth um he says he's from Earth where is it again eight three three but he claims the Marvel universe Earth is Earth six one six which is the the comic book universes so do you, do you do you think that, that that is the an Easter egg or is that are they are they retconning um the the multiverse? Well, I don't think they're actually retconning the multiverse. What they're actually doing is solidifying retconning what Earth six one six continuity is. Well, well the, Earth, the, the, the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe is separate from the Marvel Comics. So yeah, those are their own continuity. So what I'm saying is, since Mysterio says that you're Earth six one six, but Earth six one six is the main Marvel Comics t- universe. Yes. Is that an Easter egg, or is that or are they retconning the the? What well, I, I I I believe that the the Marvel Universe for 
the for the movies maybe the Ultimates universe. Uh, it's pretty close to it, and um, or they may actually, or they what may be it? actually trying to merge the comics mm-hmm. and the movies together. Okay, so that'll be interesting. I mean, it'd be a lot of work, but it's. Definitely I think it'd be. I think it'd be interesting. Do. I don't think it's going to happen though. I, 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 if, if anyone can do it, Disney's behind the helm now, so we'll see. That is true. All right, well, we're going to move on, unless anybody has anything else to say about that. <coughs> I didn't think so. All right. So uh, this article comes from theshaderroom.com. Where do I find this crap? Disney. Oh, God. Ch- Why'd you get information from there? Oh, Dark web. Yeah, dark, I don't know. The, the, so this is the, sh- the shade room. Worst place to get info. <laughs> Why? What, what, what would you know about? What would you even know about this? I found them on Facebook just to go ahead and get like, like just re- I, I, I I get a laugh out of that page, and they always post like celebrity bullshit and gossip, just nonsense. Well, this is not gossip. Disney cast uh, uh, Haley Bailey as um, as Ariel in its live action remake of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> And you know she's uh, she's black. So um, after an extensive search and abundantly clear that Haley Berry possesses the rare combination of spirit, heart, and youth and innocence and substance, plus a glorious singing voice. So now what I want to really discuss, and, and she's actually really attractive. Uh, she can get it. Yes, 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 I was gonna say I was. You know, she can get him. I was gonna say she's extremely attractive, but you know. So what I'm what the fallout from this is you guys are all seeing those posts on Facebook where they're replacing all the black actors with the white actors. Okay. Did you guys see the one with Ryan Gosling? They said, yeah. I, can't, I can't wait for Black Panther 2 and it's Ryan Gosling <laughs> on, on, on it. <laughs> oh, wow. So, that's the new thing now. Is that is like if if you know she's taking over Ariel because apparently Ariel's black now, um, which is a huge departure from you know the 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 the, the redhead uh, in in the cartoons. What do you guys feel about that? Is it that serious? Can I? Here, here, here's. Let me address it really quick, just from my point. I think I think this is stupid. Period. That anybody's even argued about this, but it's my same argument for why Santa Claus can be black and why he cannot be black. Okay? So, here's why he cannot be black. He lives in the North Pole. It's cold out there. Sun doesn't come out for most of the year. No vitamin D. He would die from rickets because he's black. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, he, okay. he would die of a bone generation. Now, why can't he be black? Because Santa Claus is not fucking real. So he can be whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now... <laughs> Let's go to the Little Mermaid. That's a good point. Pretty much the same argument. (laughs) How much sun do you think gets through where she lives? None. Almost none. Okay. Uh, Obviously, she's not human, so it might not apply, but at least, the very least, her skin, being that that part of her skin is human skin from what it seems, she couldn't be black. Okay. Now, why can't she be black? Because it's a fucking... It's 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 not a real thing. She can be whatever the fuck she wants. You're right. You're right. But here's the thing. You're you're adapting you're adapting this to live action based upon the original source, okay? Right. Now, if they had whitewashed Aladdin's um cast, you would hear an uproar on that. Of course. You hear an uproar on that. You know that they do that all the time. So why is it not okay to have an uproar when you're changing an obviously no. Caucasian redhead to an African American 
dark hair. Now, let me answer that one more time. I think it's not okay, but I think it's not okay because for the reason I suspect they're doing it. They're doing it to virtue signal, right? Okay. They're doing it to please people. Now, when I was a kid, they did uh, Cinderella with the Brandy. Awesome movie. Nobody gave a shit. They redid The Wizard of Oz with, I think, was it Ashanti or, or some yeah, other chick? But, oh, yeah. You know, but they didn't go around announcing it. Oh, this, that, and the other. Exactly. It was done. They they made a couple ads for it. They said, you know, Brandy's the new, the, the new, the, the, the new Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And she killed it. It was actually, Whitney Houston was in it. it the music was actually, uh, it, it was actually really, really, it was actually overall very good to it watch. Was, it, was, it was actually, it was actually one, um, I don't know if you guys remember The Wiz. Remember that? Yeah, I was going to say the that's same thing. Said. I was going to say. Do you remember when, when it first came out? There was, there was a lot of uproar with that. A lot of uproar. People did not like that. They were very pissed off, especially back in the day, in that era. They didn't like that. You're replacing a, a, a white little small girl with um, a black girl, and they didn't like that. I thought it was great. I love the Wiz. I, I love it. You did. I mean, come on. It was it was actually very nice. They had Michael Jackson. How could you not like that? It was good. Yeah. I'm not saying but, I'm just saying. But like now, I think just because of the reason they're doing it, I think that's that's why I don't agree with it. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing: is it for 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 my understanding? Uh, for my understanding, it's it, she was. Hopefully, she has a great voice, a uh, strong actress. So as long as she was, I, I, I don't, I don't care that that she was picked. Obviously, they, they hopefully they picked her for the right reasons that that she auditioned and, and she killed it in her singing. From what I've heard, she has an amazing singing voice. I haven't heard her personally, but that uh, I've had uh, friends of mine who have heard her, and they're actually very excited. Heard so, her on what though? They've, I've and, never and, I've, <laughs> like a. Isn't she like um? Under under Beyonce's record label or something like that. I've never heard of this chick before until now. So she's also okay. and on top of the look one and another uh, an up and comer. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna wait until it happens. I'm gonna watch it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go see it in the movies. Uh, and I'll. Most likely, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, if they really want to go traditional to the original story, they she may end up dying and just turning into sea foam. There we go. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's that's all I got to say about that one. No, no. Uh, for a double whammy. Speaking of more friggin' live action stuff, we're gonna we're gonna play the teaser trailer for. Uh, Mulan, and then we're going to discuss that. So let's uh, let's listen in. We have excellent news. The matchmaker has found you an auspicious match. It is decided. Come and sit down. It is what is best for our family. Yes, I will bring honor to us. Oh, that's the girl from Forbidden Kingdom. Quiet. Composed. Graceful. Thank you. 
is like a movie compared to the latter. Get it, girl. It is my duty to fight. So that's Mulan. Uh, apparently, there's going to be no uh, wise-cracking dragon. It's going to be more historically accurate, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. I, uh, the dragon's not in it. I don't want to watch it. Uh, that's the one one thing that I I need to have. I no, need to have... She won't be in it. You know, Eddie Murphy reprises his role Mushu as Mushu. Mushu won't be in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's has gonna it, be. Has he? Has it? Hold on. Has it been confirmed or? And from what I understand, it has been confirmed that 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 because they want us to be more more historically accurate, there there's gonna be no talking wisecracking, you know, African American sounding dragon. It's not gonna happen. But from Bro, what I have Jackie Chan play him. I don't care. Give me Wushu. Wushu. Uh, and that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But yeah, I want to say this thing. The the chick who's who, who's who's um starring in it she, one she's slamming two she, I, I remember her from from um from Forbidden Kingdom that was that Jet Li Jackie Chan thing yes absolutely her. amazing and she movie. she doesn't look like she aged a day from that from the from both movies that movie was a long it's, time ago it's the jeans bro oh my gosh I mean I was when I saw her I was like oh my god it's her because I haven't seen her in anything since then uh, at least nothing in you know in 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 the U S I actually am curious only because i want to see her in action again that is it because i had a huge crush on her from forbidden kingdom so that's the only reason why i'm gonna watch plus again compared to aladdin (laughs) compared to aladdin this actually looks like a movie it doesn't look like it belongs (laughs) to the Wow. Okay, so, okay, I'm sorry, Aladdin. Aladdin How do you like really a, feel, huh? Aladdin. Like I, I, just, I just got what you said, Miss. <laughs> okay, Aladdin looks like it's like, like a made for TV movie. This one actually looks like it's it's shot on location somewhere, not in some back lot. So I'm interested. Flex, you know you love your, your female heroines. You're going check to check this out? Is that a yes or you just. you just? Oh, he is going to check it out? Wow. He's going to check it out. He's got, he's, 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 he's got something in his mouth, that's what she said. So, um, Garbanzo. You love uh, these action stuff. I, I do. I'm actually a very big fan of, of uh, action martial arts films, and I actually love the Mulan, uh, the original Mulan movie. Uh, so I'm really looking to see what they take it, and, and if they want to take it more historically accurate. I'm, 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 I'm interested. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I loved, I loved the, um, the processing. Yeah, that too. I love the Disney version of Mulan. I thought it was great. I, I just I don't know man that the dragon not being there is just a little bit it's it, it kind of hurts it's throwing me off a little bit it's just a little bit but I still see it only because the the main she, character she looks pretty good but I won't see I won't see, I, I don't know that's about it though and I know I know five agrees with me though too yeah well the whole thing is the point the whole point of Mushu was he was part of the ancestors and part of the protectors of the family exactly and and, and it was and he was there to help guide her so I hope that she still has a guiding force to kind of helps her kind of grow into the person that she becomes because the whole thing is she's a young naive uh, she's supposedly a young naive girl with big ambitions that wants to be there for her family and takes this huge risk to to pretend to be a, a man uh, to save her to save her father and this and 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 Mushu was his his role was as a as a, a guide to kind of help her succeed because to bring honor to her family because what she did was considered dishonorable True, so, but that was not Mushu's uh, 
intention. He wanted to be respected by the by the other elders because they thought he was just a, the, the gonger. They just made him ring the ring the gong. So he didn't do it for her. He did it for him, and whatever yes. she got out of it was 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 a positive. Or initially, it was for his own honor, for his own glory, not just just you know not hers, not hers in the Baptist. Oh no no, and you're right. But the whole thing is that, but by by raising her, he was the one that was going to be also get get the you know get the the bonuses as well. So it was selfish, but yet it ended up being selfless. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. All right, so we're gonna move on to oh. First question to the audience: If you're going to watch the Mulan live action, uh, by all means, send us an email. Tell us what you thought of it. Give us your review. We're going to throw it up there for you. And uh, yeah, it looks like we're going to watch it. See what happens. Um, again, I'm only going for the girl. Well, moving on. Uh, this article comes from Yahoo.com. Here's why Nick Fury had to lose his eye that way in Captain Marvel. And uh, you guys already know how I feel about this. It angers me every minute to think about it. Like it just it infuriates me. So the director Catch, of Captain- Catch Fever. Sorry. The directors of Captain Marvel have revealed why Nick Fury had to lose his eye the way he did. Um, it was set in the 90s and whatever, 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 whatever. Um, speaking of Digital Spy, directors um, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck revealed um, why it went down like this. So they said they went through several eye stories and then they landed on that one and, and they definitely ran it by Marvel, uh, Marvel crew before filming it. So again, this means that Marvel... And Kevin Feige signed off on the stu- excuse me on the way he lost his eye in this movie. Uh, catch, you have, catch. They said you have this you have this idea of what uh, must happen Nick Fury in his eye and uh, being lost. Nick Nick wants it to be some big battle, some crazy story, and the fact that it was just basically a cat scratch, you know, unexpected, fun and playful. Um. So of course, he would never tell anybody uh, the truth about that. So. That's the big deal in the history of uh, of Marvel. Kevin Feige. Yeah, but uh, why would you though? What? Why would you what? Would you if you got a scar on your face? Would you tell people that a cat scratched you? Honestly. But but this is this is not true to life. You they, this this was this was a choice. They they wrote it like this. <laughs> they wrote it like this. Is that fun? They said I they said I think it's fun that for decades Fury goes around making it feel like it was more serious event than what really happened. Again, and I have to be very clear. And the only person that knew the truth was Coulson. That's it. Correct. But, I, but we have to be very, very clear. The way he acted in, in, in the Winter Soldier, I don't care how how you can't just. I'm sorry. I you can't reconcile between the fact that this that that he, this is what happened to his eye, and this is how he's using it as a, as a focus to say, "Well, this is why I don't trust anybody." I I if if I if. Breathe. <laughs> I, 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 I felt this strong about something since the last Jedi. Okay, somebody has to pay for this. I need to speak to Kevin Feige and ask him why did you think? Did you? I mean, did you even watch Winter Soldier? That's what I would ask you. You know, and why would you think this would be a good idea? That why you can't watch Winter Soldier after seeing this and be like, wait a minute, a cat just scratched you. You know, a cat scratched you. Like, 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 are you, are you, are you, are you, are you serious? Oh my he's, god! He's, he's a spy. He can he can make anything seem insane, like just like really hardcore. I I know I know, I know. But you didn't have to write it that way. You didn't have to make it a joke. It should have been something. It, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but it should have been something eventful, something something huge. It should have been like the way Thor lost his eye, getting sliced out by his sister. Give me something. Have one of the creep pluck it out of his head like Kill Bill. I don't know, but a cat scratch and making a joke out of it. 
oh, it's just a scratch, and you go over to the Cree, and the Cree goes, mm-mm. Really? Okay. I'm over. I'm over it. I'm over it. Between this and Aladdin, I don't know what to say. Okay? Well, let's see. It sounds like you have a lot to say. Well, the, well, I mean, you, you know what? How about this? We should we should do an episode just on Nick Fury's eye and just different options that they no. could have gone and should have gone with. Flex, you're gonna make a poll on on Twitter about Nick Fury's eye, and and are, are you making all the dog on the camera? That's what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is, you need to make a poll on on Twitter about this friggin' eye eye thing. I've got to hear it. I need this in my life. I will. Okay. Yeah. I will. Thanks, I will. Sir. Is anybody else? I mean, I mean, are you are you guys all seriously? On board with how he with how he lost his eye. It's, I'm alright. Not my favorite I'm, option. But I'm, it, it is, I'm not really. Right. I think it's embarrassing, kind of. Thank you very much. I think it's embarrassing. It's, I think it's a little bit. I, I I would have loved to have his eye be torn out in some climactic, right, war torn way. It, okay. Would it have been better if he like you know I don't know like slipped and fell and and, and put like a I don't know like a, a, a pencil through it. No. If he if oh. he slipped no, if he slipped and fell during a fight, yeah. Then okay. yeah. What I'm saying is that you know that Captain Marvel had an agenda behind it, right? Can we can we kind of say that that by by making his eye being lost, um, by by you know basically a pussy scratching his eye, are we are we are we literally can we say that maybe they kind of emasculated him a little bit on in Captain Marvel? A little yes, bit, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they emasculated him. They emasculated him. Okay, I'm sorry. So that's just how I feel. If you guys feel any different, by all means, email us. I love to hear it. Okay, we're gonna move on because Dark Flex is bored. So we're moving on to Stranger Things series non-spoiler review. Who did not watch Stranger Things season three yet? Completely. Me. Just you. Really? Oh man. Did, did you? Did you? Um, Joe Taro? Yes, I watched it in, in the probably like. Okay. Okay, good. So, non-spoiler review. We'll start with Darflex. Um, you know, just your overall feel of it, and whether you recommend it or not. All right. So, uh, season two is probably still my favorite uh, season. Season two. Yeah. Are you serious, dude? Sam White again. She dies. So it's it's gangster. All right. So. <laughs> this good one thing I, actually good thing really, I really good. Season two, though. Yeah. This one. This one has a lot of gore, has a lot of blood. I really, really liked it. Uh, I really liked the way they, they played everything out. It was, it was pretty good. Um, I wish there had been a little bit more action. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like it was very gory, but I don't know. It was missing something, in my opinion, but it, it was still really? great. Yeah. That's how I feel about season two. Um, okay. Okay. Do you recommend it? Absolutely. I mean, this is probably one of Netflix's best, best products. Fantastic. Joe Taro? Uh, 100% recommend this. This is, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think it's the best season. Um, I, I did like season one, though. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I did, I did enjoy season one a lot more out of, so far. Um, but I definitely would recommend it. Um, I wasn't expecting certain things to happen. I was a little bummed about toward the ending. Uh, I, I do like a certain character only because of the way he acts. Um, well, not he, but the person acts. Uh, mm. I, I, I actually uh, was, was bummed about that. But um, aside from that, though, I 
I would 100 percent recommend it. And and I, I agree with Flex. It was definitely very boring and stuff like that. It was, it was really oh gory or boring. What did you say? No, not, boring. Not boring. No, gory. Oh, gory. Gory. Okay, I heard. I heard boring. No, no, definitely not boring. Okay. Well, I mean, I have to say, uh, if I had to rank it, it'd be season one, season three, to season two. Season exactly. One, season yeah. one was fantastic. Season two was good. Season three was we're, we're back to like great again. Yeah, I, yes. In my opinion, in my opinion, uh, I don't know how they did it. Stranger Things season three was we returned to form. It was more more of about a mystery. I loved how they separated all the characters at first, and they're all. Um, Basically sucked into researching or, or trying to figure out a, a mystery, and they're all set the same puzzles of one gigantic story, and it, and it all brought them together. And I I love that because the first season it was one mystery, and everybody was working together at one time, or maybe it was two separate stories. This one it was it was really really good, you know. So I understand where Flex says he wanted more action, but they sacrificed the action for more mystery. That's what kept me kept me invested. Is okay. We all know what's happening, but the characters don't know. But they're all putting the pieces together, and you're watching how they how they put the pieces together. They're closer and closer and closer to each other. I thought it was fantastic. The ending um, was the best. It was better than season one, in my opinion. The ending. I like the stakes were there. I was at the edge of my seat. Um, it it was it was great. They didn't they didn't overuse eleven, which is even better. And I liked. The the, the 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 80s ch- childhood antics that was fun for me i enjoyed that a lot uh what about so, the the end credit scene uh oh that was that's that's i can't wait for that yeah, that. that was just really good. That had me. That had me. I was like, "Damn it!" So I mean, it was it was also good because now we know the season season four is coming. But um, the way it ended, you know, it, it was kind of sad too. Like I thought, I thought this was the last. The way it ended, it screamed, "This is the last season." I really did think so. so I think that's why they had to end, end credits uh, Steve uh, Stinger to let us know, yeah, there's there's more coming because they really wrapped up everything pretty pretty tightly, in my opinion. They did. So, so yes, I absolutely recommend this. It was so good. I want to watch it again. It's so good. So, Garbanzo, as soon as you you finish it up, by all means, let me know and put it back on there. We'd love to hear what you have to think, say about it. So, have you gotten season three yet? I well, I, I started. I actually, I have to finish season two. Okay, so you haven't gotten there, so you can't give us a little bit. Okay, cool stuff. So if you guys have seen season three, by all means, email us, geekbros with a zero, G-E-K-B-R-0-S, yahoo.com. Tell us what you think, and we will read it here. So before we wrap up, we're going to do our – we've got uh, our shameless promotions, Darflex. Of course, you wonder if people can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Flex. On Instagram, it'll be Darth Flex, Darth underscore F-L-E-X-X. And on Twitter, it's Darth Flex or D. FP for Darth Flex performance. And if you want to see some cool woodwork and stuff, you can check me out on the inebriated craftsman. That's on Instagram. I love I love it when I love watching this man work in his wood. So I'm just throwing that out there. Garbanzo. I'm sure you do. Um actually you can catch me on the Jealous. gram and on Twitter at B E A N T K E two seven eight at Bean Teak two seven eight. As well as on on Facebook at Garbanzo's Corner, uh, throw, I'm always up, open for submissions and referencing to what to, what, I should, what you know what I should mention. Uh, feel free, shoot me messages, shoot me emails, whatever it is. Slide into the DMs; they're always open. <laughs> when you guys slide into them DMs, um, so uh, Jotaro. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Joe Taro. Joe Taro, Joe Taro, a little more enthusiasm. I mean, you let people want to go and visit it, okay? Well, like I was saying before, I hadn't gotten really interrupted by an asset. Uh, Joe Taro on Twitter, J O E T A R R R O, and Instagram, J O E T A R R O. Fantastic. And of course, I'm Vibe. You can uh, check me out at Vibe Rev Studios, V I B E E R E V S T U D I O S. What happened to Flex? Um, I don't know why I did that, but uh, <laughs> because I, I didn't even take the picture yet. Like, why did he disappear? Somebody text him while I'm talking, so it's going to get back. I need the picture. Little friggin' prick. That was beautifully. That was well done. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Listen, go and somebody text him. Get him to come back. I need our picture. Anyway, you can catch me on on the gram. (laughs) I love saying that now. On the gram. (laughs) Uh, That's 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 Vibrev Studios. Yo, yo, shut up. Anyway, um, as VIB, you're lucky because my offspring are still in the the presence. So I have to hold my tongue a little bit. Okay, they're still here. So, okay. So uh, you can uh, see me, Vibrev Studios, V-I-B-E-R-E-V-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. That's my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, the YouTube. Check it out. There's plenty of stuff there. More Geek Bros more these days than anything else. But still, it's a great place to be. You want to be there. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Keeping the Geek Bros podcast, episode 71. I'm Vibe. Joe Taro. Oh, Joe Taro. That's Joe Taro and Gabonzo. Dark (laughs) Flex dipped out. So remember, geeking out. Yeah, geeking out still sounds this good. Keeping up with the Geek Bros. This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios, the cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.